Welcome to the Choosing Happiness Podcast with me, your host, Rudrani Davy, the Happiness Lady. In these conversations, we will be discussing an uncommon way to find joy in your life with weekly special guests. Did you know you could choose your happy? Won't you come and play and discover how these magical tools could work for you? Let's do this. Well, howdy, y'all. Rudrani Davy, the Happiness Lady. That's right. With another fabulous episode of the Choosing Happiness podcast. Why do I say fabulous? Well, that's because my next two guests, peoples, they be so fabulous. I mean, just look at them. If you're not, if you're listening on Spotify or something, do yourselves a favor and jump over um, to the YouTube so you can see just how beautiful these Adonises are. Yes. So let me introduce you. I got to get my big girl glasses on because can't I can't see what I'm looking at unless I put them on. So yeah, Shannon Morris and Lisa Kirby are the co-founders of the Green Door Life, y'all, about nutrition, strength training, and lifestyle coaching. And um, I have a very funny story about that, but I first want to introduce them because I I am a recipient of their program, and dudes, it freaking changed my life. So without further ado. Thank you, ladies, for being on the podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you for having us. I'm so grateful. It, it's so amazing to work with such powerhouse women. And it, it's one of those like adulting moments when you're like, we're trying to find this day and time that works for all three of us. And we're like, this might take two months to figure out. So I am so grateful. Like, what a what a gift to be able to connect and have this moment today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Three months, by the way, right, Shannon? It's three months. Yeah, it's been, it, I always say that scheduling is the most challenging part of any, almost any relationship. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> when you have really high performing, uh, badass females who are running their own thing, it's just anyways, but yeah, so I'm so glad that we got to be on here today and today, especially because I think it's a uh, new moon in Virgo. And also we just launched our new coaching cohort. We just got off that call like 45 minutes ago. So there's all this newness that's happening today. So it just feels like whenever the schedules don't align previously, I'm always like, it's perfect. It's fine. Divine timing people. Mm -hmm. That's how it always is. In fact, like five minutes before I got on the call, my endorphins were going because I just finished my fourth book and you know, that'll be another podcast. Okay. Cause it's about the green door life today. And I want to know how you guys, well, how you met, how you created this, how did the concept come about? Who wants to start off? My listeners are, you know, they got to know more about you ladies. Ooh. Oh gosh. Why don't we start with that? Okay. I won't try to overthink it too much. Um, uh, I was, I, I've been in this industry for, I'll, I'll say I, because Lisa and I came into our partnership maybe five or six years ago. Is that right? It feels, it feels like a different lifetime. before 5,000 lifetimes ago. Exactly. Yeah. Is that about that? Thank you, Rue. I appreciate that. Um, I've always been in health and fitness, but I think more, more than anything, I, I am the type of learner who needs to get my hands dirty and get in there and feel it and sense it and experience it and all the trials and errors myself, whether that is like the, the healthy stuff for your body or the unhealthy stuff. So let's just say that before I was 18, I did all of the unhealthy things. And then by the time I was about 20, I was like, now we know, now we don't need to do that anymore. Like at all. 
And, uh, and then it went all into, um, you know, healing injury. I had a severe concussion when I was younger. I did Pilates, taught salsa dancing, like just all of these things where uh, I basically overcame some sort of like injury or adverse adversity, used some sort of health modality to heal myself and then started teaching it to other people. Gotcha. Yeah. You most, you teach what you most want to learn. Do you notice? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. Cause we have the juice around it then you know, and then we can speak from that personal experience. And then Lisa and I got together. Uh, she started as a client. She is very close, like soul family with my fiance, Jeff. So he introduced us, which was pretty wild. Uh, Lisa started out as a client and Lisa, I'll let you take it from this part. <laughs> well, the floor. Thank you, Shannon. <clears throat> so just kind of my background with health and fitness. I now, I grew up with two brothers, lots of guy friends. I never had any like issues with food or, or conscious, I should say conscious issues <laughs> with like food or body image or weight or anything. Like I was a, a little athlete in my own way, kind of growing up. And it wasn't really until college, it kind of was this culmination of being exposed to women for the first time to be fully transparent. Um, sorority. I was, you know, trying to find my place after high school. Like, who am I? What do I do now? There's no, like, I was like, oh, just follow the rules and follow what everyone, you know, society says. And college was just like, it was too much freedom. And so I was, (laughs) it was an impressionable time for me. And I picked up some terrible, terrible habits from the other women my age around me. And that really kickstarted honestly 10 to 15 years of just just really um developing a poor relationship with food and body image Hmm. and it almost broke me i mean it did It, it broke me you know to the point of trying all the fads and trends and diets and workout classes and always just never feeling good in my body and nutrition was that missing piece i was always focused on you know the latest fad trend diet of like, cut this out, cut that out. Like this is killing you. Oh no, like butter's fine, but now, you know, carbs are bad. And when I met Shannon, I was like, I just want like, what are the indisputable nutrition science facts that are like the basics? And it was the freedom I needed. It absolutely changed my life. And we were just sharing today, my whole kind of lifespan. I'm like life before I learned about nutrition and met Shannon and then life after because it allowed me your life before she met you and after she met you it's like the pivotal moment like my soul was just waiting for this connection wow wow you know it's funny because what you're speaking to i'm I'm kind of impressed that it didn't actually come about for you until college because i was a dancer um Mm -hmm. and a, a runner and all of this and my dance teacher was like well i'll give you a solo if you lose this much weight Oh, and I was, I was an athletic girl as well. I was a tomboy, you know, and played with all the boys and stuff. And, but you know, when I really wanted a solo and so I, I did what, I mean, I was eating lettuce with lemon juice on it and starving myself to death to lose. And I lost the weight, but then I also lost all the energy and, but I didn't really learn that carbs were bad until much, I'm telling y'all, we ate a lot of pasta, but I'm just saying <laughs> Yes. The carb thing, it's so amazing how this society will brainwash you into believing certain things are bad. And I got to be honest, man, I bought the story lock, stock and barrel my own self. Mm-hmm. And I met Shannon, I was like, I don't know if I trust this lady 
which I'm now I'm jumping into my story, but I, I, I want to back up. But I love that you spoke to that because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing, like one of the biggest takeaways I had from the Green Door Life, and y'all are going to think I'm crazy cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, is that it's not bad to eat right before you go to bed. And in fact, it actually saves me. Mm-hmm. I'll wake up in the middle of the night hungry. And mm-hmm. and now I don't. It's like I am happy to eat a little cottage cheese before I go to bed or a little snacky. And mm-hmm. anyway, I digress. Please, the two of you met and then what explosional magic happened the well, after you met Shannon? I, I have to give so much, so, so much respect and props to Shannon because she was already in the the beginning stages of nutrition coaching and allowed me the the kind of grace to step in and like showcase my kind of background in corporate and you know annoying spreadsheets and organ hyper organization of like oh I can take this pdf and I could just do this and I always tell her I'm like I've worked with so many people um throughout my professional work experience where if I, you know, altered something or tried to make it better, it was shut down. It was, you know, taken with, um, you know, like I had offended someone and Shannon was like, hell yes, (laughs) this is amazing. Or like, Ooh, let's collaborate on this together. And like, you know, I was like advancing with trepidation and she was like, let's do it. And long story short, she she pushed yeah and we we fit each other so well we push each other where we may not have had the experience or skill set and we like fill in each other's gaps it's like ridiculously just perfect yeah she's your work wife i get it (laughs) absolutely and what's funny about that too and i don't think we've i've really shared about this before but or even thought about it recently but i was essentially being courted previously by other coaches to partner Cause I think I had been doing nutrition coaching for maybe like three or four years and I had like a company in San Francisco and I had partnered with a woman in Nashville. And, and so there was a lot of like conversation of like starting a new company with two other females prior, but they just didn't have the drive or mm. the work ethic that Lisa did. And when Lisa started to become a client, I was like, I had never really experienced someone who could match my energy in the opposite end of the spectrum. So I really have like the the vision and the, I I can have like the motor to be like, okay, where are we going? I'm just going to go there. And then, and I know Rue, you have that as well. (laughs) Girl, this one don't sleep very much. Although I'm getting better. Thanks to you guys. I made myself stay in bed until 630 this morning. (laughs) That's not Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, Lisa and I have had like this where we are very, very, very fortunate to have found each other where we have such a synergistic um, uh, characteristics of what will actually get a job done and get it jump, get it done in a really, really effective way um, in a lot of different areas. So we're really fortunate in that way. I don't think most people have that kind of um, luck or soul. Were Life. you guys living in the same Marriage. space? Because you said that your fiance introduced the two of you. So were you both living in the same area at the time? No, I think Lisa and I so far have maybe seen each other in person like a total of 10 times. Oh, well, it's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like uh, my assistant that you met earlier. Uh, we worked together for nearly a year before we actually met each other. So 
And it's so funny. You finally get to squeeze the person and you go, oh my gosh, you are real. You know, <laughs> all the stuff. Totally. So, yeah. okay. I want to know more about, well, I want my listeners to know more about your amazing creation, ladies. I mean, it's, I feel like I just, you know, discovered sliced bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, I didn't know this was possible. This is so great. And it, and the, and the, and thank you so much, you guys literally, um, changed my world to where I am not judging me anymore, mm -hmm. which was the biggest takeaway, I think, mm -hmm. you know, because we as women have a tendency, well, as women in this reality, have a tendency to judge ourselves, you know, shaming ourselves for body image and all the things in the way we I really shouldn't have that ice cream. And now I discovered that eating ice cream first thing in the morning before my workout is the best thing I can do. It's actually frozen yogurts. Vanilla. It's very good. I love this. I'm going to, I'm going to do a caveat here just for whoever's listening where they're like, wait, what is happening? You know? Please. So I'll give a caveat for those, for whoever's listening for now and in the future, um, that what Rue is sharing is that she essentially found out what worked best for her. And that's really the secret, not even the secret, but the intuitive knowledge that we all have inside of our beautiful machine that we haven't really been taught from kindergarten, which I feel like is the biggest crime of our century, really, truly, that we don't teach uh, that in preschool, that we don't teach how to care for our vessel. And so inside of what we've been able to do is really work with people and understand that there's a brainwashing that's occurred. There's a, an inner dialogue, an inner belief pattern that's been confirmed by our family, by our culture, by our neighborhood, by our media, that really takes us out of being able to bring awareness into how our body feels and how it's talking to us. Mm -hmm. And what we've designed is essentially the balance of helping people to understand the true nutrition science, like Lisa was sharing. And then just taking your awareness and directing it into how your body feels on a day-to-day -day basis and throughout the day. And with those two components, when you have a structure of like, you know, aiming for a certain type of nutritional balance throughout the day, when you have the foundational balance and then the awareness that you get to place, you start to have these aha moments where you're mm -hmm. like, oh, wait a second, but I wasn't told that. Wait, whoa, hold on. But my body is telling me this wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> and then it's like life changing. these it's life like aha moments and you're, you're just kind of going through this. And Lisa and I have been through it many times. I still go through it with different things where I'm like, Oh my God, it's really that easy. Like it's so easy, but they've made it so confusing. Yeah. It's, it's very convoluted. I kind of, I call it the AI actualizers. We've been brainwashed so much that there's this AI that automatically pops up and says, well, you know, because my family says this or because science says this, I, you know, the other day I'm watching the news or not, watching TV, not the news, watching TV. Every commercial was about some type of medication or whatever. I mean, they've got these people dancing, you know, yes. my A1C level is this. And I'm so happy for Jardians. And I'm going, I mean, and then the hydroxy cut comes on. In a commercial. <laughs> and then oh. I'm like, all this stuff that when I asked my body, you want this? And they're like, hell no. Mm -hmm. But I had thought I was doing the right thing. And you're right. It's the biggest tra travesty. Mm -hmm. You know, once you finally get it that, hey, you know what? You could actually be you and choose for you mm -hmm. instead of 
plagiarizing this reality that doesn't have your back at all. It's really about the pharmaceutical industries. I know I said it. Yeah. <laughs> that all them people that trying to make a quick buck and, you know, they don't care if they kill you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's an interesting world we live in. And what yeah, I love so much yeah. about the green door life is this, how everybody has each other's backs and, I mean, Chanley, just the sweetest. He always posted whenever he does the classes and he does these little shout outs and everybody is, I mean, it's, it's so moving because I'm not used to women, especially having each other's backs. It's like this competition thing and who can be the prettiest or whatever it is, you know, you got to have a banging body or I don't know. And then if you do, then, you know, um, I, I don't know, you know where I'm going with all mm-hmm. the things. So would you mind ladies going into a little more detail of what this program is and what it can create for you? Absolutely. I can, I can, I can give a quick, a quick recap, but just kind of piggyback. (laughs) Well, just piggybacking off of what Shannon was saying, we give that foundation of nutrition science. That's kind of universal, right? So you have that layer that um, you no longer have to shoot in the dark or wonder like, what is a carbohydrate? Oh, there's different types. Like it has a different Uh, it has a different amount of energy that we can use in the body. Oh, and what's a protein and why do we need it? Like, what is it for? Like, what does it actually do in the body? So these things, we start with that foundation, which again, for me was so um, eye-opening and healing because I no longer had to compete with the conditioning AI voices of carbs are evil. And it's like, well, are carbs really evil or was I just eating too much along with eating too much fat and too much at the same time. And what I thought was carbs was actually fat. So little things like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys, I just tilted my head like that dog moment when the dog's trying to understand, <laughs> you know, what's going on. I want you to delve into that for a moment. Cause I'm curious. Yeah. So I, I always thought I was addicted to sugar. And if you read enough books and watched enough social media, you would, you think that you seriously have an addiction. I remember thinking like every night I could not stop eating cookies. Like I would mow through a pack, like no joke. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, I ate too much. I'm like, no, no, no. I would, I could put down an entire package of like Chips Ahoy cookies. And when I started- Oreos for me. (laughs) I can't eat them now though. They taste like grease. But anyway, go on. Right? (laughs) It's so different now. So I would- I never unpacked what, why I just thought, oh, I'm addicted. Sugar is addicting. Carbs are bad. Then I meet Shannon. I learn that foundation of nutrition science. I realized, oh, I haven't eaten in 12 hours. Of course, my body is freaking out. It wants as much energy dense caloric intake as possible. Number one. And number two, those cookies were not just carbs and sugar. They had a lot of fat. And so that for me really just was the eye-opening experience of, oh my gosh, like all these things that I thought were true were just concepts in my head that, that actually aren't true. I wasn't addicted to sugar. I was starving. Right. I wasn't eating eating enough food. (laughs) The grocery store and I'm reading the labels. I'm like, holy mother of God, look at, look at all the fat in this. And I, and it says it's healthy. 
They're lying to me. They're like five grams of protein. And yeah. that's the other thing. You can be starving, maybe not calorically, but maybe for the nutrients that you're missing. Like maybe you're starving for protein and it shows up as excess cravings and hunger. So making sure it was kind of, that's the beauty of the program is we start with that universal foundation of nutrition, nutrition science education, and then layered on top of that, once you get that foundation in and you start fueling your body and giving it the things it needs, mm-hmm. right. Starting from the beginning of your day, then you have, you have this beautiful baseline where you see and feel the variables. You're like, Ooh, that's off. Or, ooh, mm-hmm. that is true physiological hunger. I do need more fuel. And that's where kind of the bio-individual coaching comes into play. And we, both Shannon and I, have been in so many different containers, from marketing to business to other nutrition coaches to functional nutritionists. And there is just nothing like the level of detail that we go into with our clients because we, we walk them through and monitor and discuss literally everything they eat and drink for 12 weeks straight every day for 12 weeks. Who in your life, who in your life gives you that much attention? Not even my own mama. (laughs) (laughs) But my cat cat loves me. She loves me. And whether you want to face that or not, because sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, and this is really where Shannon, I feel like you have created such a beautiful container and taught other coaches how to hold this space for those moments when you want to run away and you don't want to face mm-hmm. the reality, you know. Mm-hmm. Or when we when we hear the script that plays, right? Like sometimes, uh huh. That AI actualizer. It's like shut up. Yes. And sometimes I think as coaches, um, and this is the unique thing. So to pair off of what Lisa's sharing with what our container looks like. So there's both a like straight fact or education of nutrition science and movement science. And then there's the personalization that's weaved into that, which is through our one-on-one or group coaching. And then there's the movement component because as you are fueling your body, then you want to be doing something with that fuel. And of course, different types of movement will provide so much for our body for strength and mobility and just heart rate and bringing oxygen and blood flow into the lungs. And yeah, and like just feeling stronger and more capable in the body. And I think that has a lot to do with reducing the shame and starting to bring in confidence because when you're understanding how food works to fuel and build muscle, especially as females, all of a sudden our relationship to um, being big or bulky or lean and cut starts to change because we realize that if we starve ourselves, we can't actually be lean and cut. We can be malnourished and really kind of in a shitty mood all the time. <laughs> okay, you, can say shit. you can say anything you want on this podcast. Okay, cool. Um, thank you. I kind of figured. <laughs> uh, so I think that's another thing, but I think throughout the course of the program, it's like, it's, it's almost hard to describe exactly what it is because everyone's experience is going to be completely different, completely unique. They're going to get something that's specifically for them, whatever they come into it with, that's what they're going to get out of it. Um, but I think more uh, importantly, what Lisa's speaking into is that there's something that shows up when we're coming in with that AI dialogue <laughs> that like pops up. And, and as coaches, if you can hear that in the container of the conversations, mm-hmm. the coach can kind of be like, I'm sorry, can we rewind for a second? Can you say more about that thing that you just said? And, and you've been saying that for about 30 years, right? So let's see what that, what, what is that again? 
And is that really true? And is that true for you? And who told you that? Or where did you hear that? Or where does that apply in your life? And does it, are you applying it everywhere in your life? And so then it becomes less about food and more about rewiring behavior patterns and inner dialogue to come to what's true for you now, which is pretty fascinating. Yeah, we, we have a tendency to buy and sell the story yeah. as real and true when it has nothing to do with our own bodies. I was so amazed at how quickly when I finally, because I couldn't, I was like my macros, I mean, Jocelyn was my one-on-one -on -one coach. You guys, I, I did the full Monty, okay? <laughs> I was like, you know what, let me back up and tell them how I met. Yes, you. please. Very interesting story, y'all. So it was a holiday, the day before Easter, and I had family descending and I'm very different from my family. <laughs> True story. I'm a little crazy, you know. I've, I've I've admitted to you guys, you know, I'm ADD, ADHD, OCD, and I I have autism on the spectrum. I have a brain injury. There's a lot going on here, and yet I still manage to make it work. And, and and you know, and they're all like scientists and this and that and the other, this other completely different structure, and they just don't get how I can create my life and living, being a holistic therapist and energy. Um, healer, whatever you want to call it, all the things, you know, which, whatever. So, uh, you know, they're all descending into town for the Easter experience. And my brother is here earlier and uh, decides that he's going to take my mom to the evening mass because I was raised Catholic, like a good Italian girl. And I thought, I'm going to go dancing. I'm going to go dancing. I, I met this guy that was a DJ and I went on his, his Instagram account. I was like, this looks like fun. And I have not danced my booty off in a long time. This is a shame. It's a fine booty. It's even finer now because of the green door light. But <laughs> so I go partially because I'm also a singer songwriter and I'm putting my band back together and I'm looking at possibilities to perform in, in different venues. So I get there early enough to talk to some peeps and then the music started and then like maybe five people on the floor and I get out there and I start dancing and people, I don't get off the dance floor for two hours. You know, I have that song, get on the dance floor. So here I was dancing my booty off and these two Adonises, <laughs> one with sparkly shoes, sneakers, and one with his fancy pants, that's Shannon. And I'm like, oh my God, they're beautiful. And they danced with me all night. <laughs> I mean, I danced with a lot of people, but they weren't afraid. They didn't run away. We danced all night. And then at the end, I mean, I didn't even pee. I didn't have a drink, nothing, not even water, y'all. And then I'm like, I got to go. I got to get home. So I wanted to see the, this was a bowling alley with a disco. And the guy was doing like disco music to popular songs. I don't know. You know AI is amazing what you can do nowadays. Because I was a DJ at one time. We didn't, we just spritzed the album with water. I'm digressing again. Just follow along, people. You know how I am. And uh, I would spray it so you could hear Death Leopard and stuff because there's all them scratches, you know, in the vinyl. I just dated myself. It's okay. I don't mind. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. And I go upstairs and there they are. And, I up, and I'm like, Thank you so much for dancing with me. Y'all are amazing. And, and Shannon, and, you know, because she, the generosity of spirit in this woman, y'all, 
forget about it. She goes, it's really a blessing to meet you. And I thought, ah, makes me want to cry. It was like, my people. So I was like, I videoed y'all on the dance floor. Can I put that on the Facebook? Can we become Facebook friends? So we do. We do. So here we've been dancing all night. And then the very next day, her fiance reached out to me on a messenger and was like, went, discovered, you know, my, my history. And I'm like, well, I want to know about y'all too. And so he starts telling me that I was like, oh my gosh. Because here's the thing. I always follow the energy. I knew I needed to go dancing. I thought it was about the boy that was spinning, right? No, 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 no. Then I thought, oh, I just needed to shake my booty. And I was like, well, yes. And I've been asking for something different. I have been low energy. I moved my nine-year-old mother in with me. Sometimes she means, sometimes I'm mean to her too. We, you know, we do the best we can with what we got. And I'm like, I had stopped lifting weights because I had injuries. I had, I couldn't even do a push-up, y'all. I can do push-ups again. I'm so happy. And um, all this stuff. And then when I'm reading about, you know, Rafa's like, this is what my girl do. And I'm reading about, I'm going, dang, shebang, bang. This is matching the energy. I love how the elementals work with them, quantum entanglements of the universe. And when you put out an ask, all these possibilities show up. And I was like, oh, I went dancing to meet that lady. Yes. Bitch, you better deliver. You better deliver. <laughs> and so I get on a call with her and she explains all the stuff. And, I, and she's like, you can just do this much or this much. Like, no, I need to be held accounted for. I need the full Monty. Give it to me. She's like, well, I can't. I'm not available, but I do have. And she just gave me a name. And again, it's that piece you were talking about, Shannon, where you follow the energy. What's true for you? being you what's true for you and she said jocelyn i went oh yeah she just as add as i am <laughs> so she's very forgiving mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and so you know I, I wasn't getting scolded or the stuff like my family does with me like hey, stay somehow i always circle around i always get back to the main it's mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. i've finally forgiven myself for being this crazy and what i love about the green door is I came back to that space of, hey, you know what? You can be as crazy mm -hmm. as you want to be. And these people are not going to judge you for it. And I love a sandwich now. I haven't eaten. I've eaten more bread in the last three months than I've probably eaten in probably five years. <laughs> I love this bread. Free I just got a sandwich for lunch and I was like, this is the best thing ever like it still to this day gets me i'm like i'm eating a sandwich <laughs> like a big slice of tomato and i'm in love with i'm in love with sprouts again y'all i know they're live some of you're gonna judge me because they say sprouts are alive and you're eating live things well yeah they were grown just to be a part of this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's how shannon and i met I love it. It's, I still remember talking to her the next day and she's like, I met one of our newest clients on the dance floor last night. I'm like, well, sounds like that, uh, that move to the Brentwood area was a really good decision. <laughs> it was funny because I'm, I'm asking them and they're like, yeah, we just bought a house today. And I went, and you're dancing? <laughs> I remember when I moved in back into my house because I gutted it to add on and include my mother, right? And I was so tired, I couldn't even make the bed. I slept on 
couch. And I woke up with three cats on top of that. So I used to have more cats. <laughs> yeah. I know, crazy cat lady. But yeah, I was like, how are they doing it? So when I saw how exuberant you two be, mm-hmm. and then I read about the green door, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> this is matching my ask. And the thing about an ask, y'all, you know, my listeners out there in podcast land and all the places, you can ask, but do know that you have to take action if you want to find something, mm-hmm. if you want to create change in your world. Mm-hmm. So it's like my, the next book, The Four Sources for Creation, you know, mm-hmm. question, choice, possibility, and contribution. So you first you ask a question, and then all these choices show up. Dude showed up. It wasn't about dude. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about dancing, but that was a very nice, very nice added bonus. It was about the Adonis, Shannon, Morse, and the Green Door Life, and then Miss Lisa Kirby. So <laughs> that's what it led to. Question, mm-hmm. choice, all the possibilities, and then the contribution is the miracle that happens that the universe gives you when you actually go to that space to create. Yeah. And that's what I love about creating my life. Oh, I, I love that too, Rue, because that kind of circles into uh, meeting Daniel Pitt because you had, yes. so I'll, I'll kind of weave that in because that's really what I think we're all pointing to is that when we get sensitive enough to the signs and signals that are already there, you can, you can test out your spidey senses and nutrition and bring your awareness into like, how your body feels and like really test that muscle on a regular basis in your body. Mm. And then you can use that same muscle and extend it out into creation and manifestation. But you also have to be really aware of what your no is. That. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You got to know, like, you got to know, you got to, you got to K-N-O-W. You got to know and be able to identify what is a resonant, hell yes and what's a resonant like i don't think so for even not yet no for shizzle i love that you said that because what's faster thinking mm. or knowing mm. freaking knowing mm-hmm. and can you trust yourself to know what you know know what works for you what's going to create for you people yeah. out there listening if you're still on the call then you know you're weird like us you're one of us Well, I'm so glad you guys are touching on this because that was the biggest, probably the biggest transformation for me when I went through first as a client of Shannon's was I was so in my brain and so far out of touch with my intuition that I couldn't even, the the signs and signals I was getting, that wasn't my intuition. Mm. It was another voice. Uh, You know, it was cravings because I wasn't eating enough. So I always like to bring that piece in because you need that foundation. It's almost like you need to let go of so much to get down to the core of who you really are before you can really start to know and trust that voice. I didn't have that. I was like, I need to take off all these extra layers of clothing (laughs) that were voices that weren't mine. I need to stabilize my goddamn blood sugar because my feelings are all over the place. Like I am an emotional wreck. How can I listen to my inner knowing if I am like this all day? So it's the the gift of of nutrition science is that balanced blood sugar so you can check back in with your intuition and get in back in your body. 
You nailed it. Mm -hmm. Embodiment, y'all. Try it. You might like it. Serious now. I mean, that's the thing. And how long did it take you before you realized, oh, hmm, actually, I need to be asking me what's going to work for me. What was it? Was there a defining moment for you, Lisa, where you were like, oh, you know, frozen yogurt before work? Well, that's my mind. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, everything that I, you know, I, I, I have it. I don't really like a lot of sugar anyway. So that's why I'm a vanilla frozen yogurt person. I, I can't do the moose tracks and all the things. It's too salty, which is weird. Anyway. What was that defining moment for you? I'm just curious. Did you I mean, like go? There's been so many. I mean, they're, they still arise today. Like it's a never ending unfolding process because we're constantly changing. But I would say the biggest change was it, it was about a year of just giving myself permission. All these weird food rules that I had and all these like there was so much fear in my body, fear of literally everything that I was eating was going to kill me or was toxic. So right. many conflicting stories. And I gave myself just permission. Finally, for a whole year, I was like, I'm allowed to have dessert every night. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm going to do it responsibly. I'm going to include my protein with it. So my blood sugar's balanced. And, you know, the first like couple months I had dessert every night, I would make this like chocolate protein, peanut butter, whatever thing on a little piece of bread with sprinkles. And I was like, I was so happy while still, you know, leaning out, getting strong, you know, just feeling amazing in my body. And then like after a few months, I was like, I would check in every night and I was like, oh, like, I, I guess I don't, I don't want it tonight. And it was this unfolding, but it was almost like first I had, again, that unpacking, like getting rid of all these weird rules and limiting beliefs. And then it was like making decisions out of my own free will, instead of being controlled by another program. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this because I'm rebelling or I'm not doing this because I, I, was so restrictive about X, Y, Z. It's all I can think about. Now I'm just making choices that actually feel good that I want to be doing. So mm -hmm. it's really, it, it's been an evolution, honestly, through the years. And, and every, whenever Shannon and I check in, I'm like, even just this last, last trip we made to California, I'm in tears of gratitude talking to my husband. I was like, I have never felt this comfortable traveling ever in my life with so many social events and feeling so in control of my decisions and calm in my body and not fearing food, not, you know, limiting my experiences because I didn't have enough control over what I was eating um, or feeling like I couldn't say no to certain things. So it's a constant evolution. It's like, it, get, it just keeps getting better and better. It's kind of beautiful when you're in that space of actually having gratitude for yourself. You know, being willing to um, acknowledge. Being that space of, okay, what's going to create for me here? What's going to actually be an addition to my life? You know, what generosity of spirit can I be with this so that I can be it for the world? And that's where I come from. I mean, I was like, you know, I'm always like in the space of, well, I'm still here. 
obviously chose to stay here. I mean, I had near death <laughs> experience. You, you guys know my story. And I was always questioning and I'm going, you know, so why did I hang around? Why did I decide? And I said, what if it was just to, to, to find my happy? What if it was just to, to be who I be and be an inspiration for others that are also choosing that? Because you know what I learned, y'all, is not everybody wants it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are very addicted to their discomfort, their dis-ease, their unhappiness. Like that little five-foot woman behind these doors over here. She loves the trauma drama, man. And I had to finally let go of trying to save her because I am not Mother Teresa and I don't want that job. And it takes a lot of effort when you're trying to show others that they can choose, especially when they're not asking you. And that's what I love about the green door. It's like, it's a space for those that are seeking. Mm -hmm. They had to, they, they had to have knocked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They, yeah, they had to have knocked first. Indeed. It was like when I when I met you, I was like, oh my God, my person. This is another one of my peoples. What are we gonna do here? You know, and, and it's funny because we, we were trying to get you to a bars class and you were like, I'm I'm so busy, but I, let me at least try this thing out. Mm -hmm. She had no clue yep. what she was getting into. She showed up yep. in her beautiful self and then all the things even more. Um, and that's what I love about it. We're, we're seekers that are willing to leap mm -hmm. into the unknown because it matches that energy, you yes. know, and yes. you know, we started to talk about Daniel Pitt, but we didn't get very far. Yeah. Well, the, the reason I was bringing it up is because it's all, it's all talking about the same thing of finding the resonant yes or no. And what Lisa's saying, oh, it's such a great thing that you're pointing out too, is that if you can't hear, if you can't actually be in a space where you can hear the signs and signals, then it doesn't matter. Then you have to kind of start from peeling off layers first. But one thing I love about Daniel Pitt, and I haven't had a chance to watch your previous podcast with him, but I will. And if you guys haven't either, I would totally recommend watching the podcast with we'll put the link in the show notes for those of you that were, you know, too lazy to actually, I'm sorry, didn't mean that. <laughs> But one of the things, amazing. one of the things I've loved about working with Daniel, it's been about two years now. And because it was in the combination of the practice of the green door and then bringing intuition and, and the clairs, the clairaudience and clairvoyance into the conversation, it was because I had already laid the foundation of really kind of tuning into what my body was saying and then realizing that that just further extended into overall intuition that I could expand into daily life. So now I was being, I was able to listen to the subtle signs and signals of my physical energy body. And now I could listen to the subtle signs and signals of my subtle energy body right. and the greater matrix that we're experiencing. And so that was really very, very cool just to see that we're essentially teaching the same thing, but through a different level of the energy fields. I want to give a little bit of a background on him, just for those of you that didn't yeah. see the podcast and or listen to it. Um, Daniel Pitt is, um, well, he, he talks to the other side. He's a medium. Mm -hmm. And I 
when I first heard about him was because I was listening to the podcast where y'all had interviewed him. And my family comes from that lineage. My grandmother and great grandmother were both mediums and used, one of them used to do automatic writing for the Pope. And my mom, mm -hmm. as a child, scared her to death. <laughs> Not to death. She's still here. But they would do seances, right? And the table would rise, all the things, all that scary shit. I'm like, so when I, you know, when her grandmother, my great grandmother told her she was going to have a prophetic child, this one, she kept having babies. I was number five out of six. She goes, I just kept waiting for the signs and the signals. And what happened was, is I stood up in my, I guess I was two, the way she told it, in my um, little bed. And evidently I cried every night because I did not want to be here. I don't know. I cried every night because I wanted to be held. So she had to come into my room every night or whatever. And one time she came in and my eyes were like this. And I've been watching the romper room. They're too young to know about romper room. I'm like, was that, was that on HBO? No, HBO wasn't even, there was no cable. There was no cable. Yes. Um, I am, you know, an older person living very young and romper room was a tv show that came along when sesame street and all that stuff was happening okay. didn't last for very long that's a whole nother story i'll tell you guys privately because it's kind of weird because i took it off anyway took it off the air uh they had this thing called a glow worm okay and the kids would they had like a uh, they also were sponsored by mcdonald's so they had the Ronald McDonald thing that you could punch. I thought it was funny. They were punching a clown. You know, it was this like thing that you could punch. And then there was, you know, uh, these glow worms that you could sit on and you would bounce on them. They had wheels, but they glowed. Google it, y'all. So the, the creator of Romper Room was obviously taking mushrooms. <laughs> To the story like this is very right <laughs> let's punch a clown and jump up and down on a glowworm so my mother said you know i i started speaking at a very early age it didn't make any sense to them but i gobbledygook a lot of stuff but she said i was definitive about this i'm standing up in my my crib and i'm pointing and i said glow people and the room was filled with all these beings of light and my mom said she she wept. She was like, That's the child. She I wish she wouldn't cry every night. You know what? I'm making up for it now, okay? Because now I'm crying again every night. No, just joking. Um, <laughs> she's a lot. Lisa, one day you go meet her. She do make good pasta sauce, though, don't, don't she, Shannon? All, all I had to hear was the Italian Catholic. I'm like, I I, I understand your whole life history. <laughs> yeah. It was like a download, y'all. She's like, yeah. Oh, Rudrani, I'm so sorry. But you found the green door laughs. So anyway, that's that, you know, was, that experience after your mom witnessed that. What how did you like how did that evolve as you got older? Oh, she protected me a lot. You know, it's funny that you asked that because I was so um empathic. I'll tell you one story in particular. They would throw these uh dinner parties, okay, and I could see people's energy fields, still can. I hid it for a long time. I don't hide anymore. I don't care what y'all think of me anyway. So I remember one time and, and they were friends with everybody in the neighborhood, you know, copious amounts of alcohol and things going on. And I'm just watching people's energy fields doing shit, crazy stuff. 
and I was out loud said, why is his energy field all over, or not energy, I didn't say energy field, why is his, I don't even know how I said it, why is his body all over this other woman's body? And then my mom put her hand <laughs> dragged me out of the room, and she said, don't speak. And I was like, did I do something wrong? Don't speak. Not until years later did she tell me that they was having an affair. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any differently. I also knew that my parents hated each other. And I was like, you need to divorce this man. When I finally discovered what that was, I said, because he's killing your energy. Your energy is getting holes in it. You know, or Prana had all, mm-hmm. my father, he used to beat us, man. He was mean, psychopath. I know the energy of that now. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I had to leave home. I mean, I was running away from home, <clears throat> but I got tested and I was a genius. So I could actually graduate early. I know it doesn't seem like it, right? And it doesn't get you anywhere further in life, I don't think. But it did get me into college at age 16 because I couldn't, my body couldn't handle it anymore. Wow. I was tired. That's amazing. (sighs) What a body. You're so fucking amazing. I love you. (laughs) I love you so much. It puts up with a lot still. And I'm weird. You know, you know what, when I hear you say weird and crazy, I'm like, I, I always say, I'm like, bring me more of that, please. <laughs> My greatest fear in life is being like, my people normie, like, no, right. because like be that full expression of who you are. It, it gives other people permission to be who they are. So like you being you, Rujani, is like you inspire the whole community because you, you you just effortlessly emit this beautiful energy and everyone's like, oh, like, oh, I can drop my guard and just be myself. Great. Mm-hmm. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I don't have to be any other way. I had to apologize to Shannon at the dinner party because I have a tendency to, it's like I have Tourette's because I just come out with shit and I, I'm like trying to stop myself and but my brain and I'm like, shut up, AI. Shut up. <laughs> and you know, oh, but that was a very interesting scenario though, too, because it wasn't that you were saying anything. It was because I was like, oh, she's missing the good part. Right. Right. Like it was like whatever. There were some stories being. There's lots of stories being shared. For those of you listening, I I was Rue was really gracious to invite Jeff and I over for dinner, and her mom made this incredible pasta sauce. It was a total like it was lovely and there was a moment where jeff was sharing and no one else would know what he was about to share but i knew that it was a very like profound experience that he's had and i get rue like how your brain works and i was like oh you're you missed it you know so it was more coming from that because i was like oh we were so close but you missed it so that yeah, was- i i went into a story because i thought i was relating and that's what we do in this reality. Sometimes we aren't willing to be space. Mm-hmm. And here I thought I was contributing. And so I was like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I went into that thing of, you know, I, I don't take anything for ADD. Sometimes I wonder if it's a mistake, but it, but it's not. I, I, it's not. I, mm-hmm. I just can't. But she, she, what is it? You reined me in and... I was so grateful for it. Mm. I hope you got that piece. Mm-hmm. I wasn't judging you. I was like, this bitch is calling me out. <laughs> I don't like that, y'all. Because when somebody actually cares 
and they deliver with a space of being, how can I say it? Like, like that generosity of spirit where they're, they're just pointing it out, but they're not making you wrong for it. Mm -hmm. It's a different energy. And even Celeste said something later. She goes, was she being mean to you? And I said, no, that's actually kindness. Mm -hmm. What's mean is when you. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. I swear. You're like, no. you want to see me? No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, she doesn't listen to these podcasts. Thank God. She doesn't have the attention span for it. I'm, I'm amazed, you know, mm -hmm. that. She's actually makes her own bed, y'all, and does her own laundry, but I cook and clean for her quite a bit. It, it's a good game. I know what I signed up for. This and is I so, adore her. So this is such a good uh like a good connection or segue into like what a coaching container is actually like. Mm -hmm. I did a reel about this on Instagram, like a good friend, a good coach. They're not there to like sugarcoat it and pet you. I mean, we have certain friends and people like that when we just need someone to console us and hold us and give us a blankie. But yeah. someone who's helping you transform and like holding up the mirror to your own shit sometimes, like yeah. it's not always comfortable and you need those people in your life. And I think it's 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 such a gift to, to know other people who can still love you, hold empathy, be kind, but also like help you through your own shit. Mm. Can I speak to that for a moment? Because mm. when you said uncomfortable, here's, this is my awareness. I actually wasn't uncomfortable. I was grateful. Yeah. It's a completely different space when you know that somebody has your back and they're speaking from, hey, I, I just want to point this out and I'm not making you wrong for it. I totally got it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did miss out and I'd like to have that moment back, but it was, a, I'm going to put it in quotes because it's, it's funny. Two words. It was a teachable moment. And when I hear that, I, all I can think of is Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> he said it a lot. He said it a lot. And I was like, teachable moment. It still sounds like shaming, mm. but it, in this case, it was this generosity of spirit where we mm -hmm. made eye contact and this moment of, Oh my God, I love this woman even more because she's actually willing to show me. A lot of people are very terrified of me because I think I'm reading their mind and I am. <laughs> I can't help it. Daniel and I had an outside conversation about that. I can't help it. Bodies scream at me. And when I'm facilitating what I do, this is going to sound funny. I destroy and uncreate my relationship with that body and being in any lifetime so that I am completely out of the way because mm -hmm. I want to be present with whatever it is that they require facilitation for. Yeah. And I am privileged. To have that job. I'm privileged y'all. How lucky am I? Just acknowledging it's, I, I love being me finally and mm. that gift. And I would love for you all listening to be able to get to that space because mm -hmm. there's nothing like it. It's so easy to be you when you're actually willing to do it. what's hard is to be what you think everybody wants you to be. That's hard. Stop doing it. Mm -hmm. it's exhausting it. it's yeah, so exciting yeah. yeah 
Yeah. So all uh, the things. Rue, I wanted to speak, speak into uh, what that whole like moment as well, because the only way that I think it works if you have someone in those, like we're just taking that dynamic as an example of someone, someone like this one who is going to go, yo, did you notice you just did that? <laughs> you know, just like in a, like a, like a yo. <laughs> Right. Um, and for you to be able to receive it in a way where there isn't actually any preconceived like filter that you're listening through. Right. Like there was no filter. Your, your experience was like, Oh, you're right. Oh, wait. Uh, not even a rightness. There wasn't actually a, it's a, not like a right thing. It was just it like wasn't a, a righteousness moment at all. It was this <clears> space <throat> of, Hey, mm. I, 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 I get where you were going and that's okay, but I'm just going to point it out. And I know you were excited mm -hmm. and, you know, so. Yeah. But just to be able to be in the space where you are to receive it is a whole different thing as well. And I want to, it's kind of like where Lisa has been really great in sharing with me, like where there's a certain uh, protocol almost just going through like life experience where you have to be able to shed certain things first before you can even be in the space to be able to receive in that way like without getting defensive or yeah a lot of us will go into our old our old stories our old, our ego likes to protect like i'm sorry what well screw you <laughs> yeah <laughs> chemistry it was this thing where my walls and barriers went all the way down oh they were obliterated i was like oh okay i don't I'm, being defensive didn't even occur to me because i could read the energy of where she was coming from hmm. Celeste didn't see it that way, but, but mm -hmm. Celeste is very protective mm -hmm. and she still loves you. You know, she's like, mm -hmm. she's such a sweet lady. And they were so, I mean, as a couple, she was like, I wish you could find somebody like him. They were like, I'm like, lady, you're my wife now. <laughs> this is the reality of it. And if it shows up, it shows mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. all the things. But also, this is an, another really cool thing that there's, this is why it's so cool to have so many different coaches because there'll be different chemistry and synergy with different energy frequencies. So Rue, like you matched, like we matched to each other's frequency, yeah. regardless of how it was going to show up. It was like, when you, when we had our first conversation, I was like, I, it's the knowing. I didn't have to think about it. I just knew you sent me some stuff about bars. I mean, to watch the video, I was like, okay, I'll go, you know, cause the, it was already a yes. And it was a knowing. Right. And so when we have these different opportunities to work with different practitioners, whether it's with you and what you do, or whether it's Lisa or myself or all these, or Daniel Pitt, who's also teaches, you know, at the London Psychic University, which is so cool as well, or any of our coaches at the Green Door, we have about 16. It's like, we're going through and we're like, who is the right match in vibration for where this person is now and where they want to go? True story. Yeah. Which is so cool. I know. I feel like I found my, my peeps, y'all, my family, my Green Door family is so precious <laughs> to me. And I, I required it because I've been, I've been a part of access consciousness for a very long time. And just cause it called access consciousness does not mean to everybody conscious. There's a lot of competition. And I, so I was looking and believe me, I love this organization so much. I love the tools of access, 
so much and I'm grateful for the founders. I'm going to do a shout out for Dr. Dane here and Gary Douglas that created these beautiful tools so that people can navigate their life and living. I mean, that fourth book is about those tools. Um, And I needed something outside of it. I felt like I was just putting myself in this one space and not looking outside. And, And that's what this podcast is about too, because I had the Get Happy podcast and it was all about access. Choosing Happiness podcast includes that world, but also brings others in that are seeking. Because you know what? Access may not be for you. Green door may not be for you. Mm-hmm. you got to choose for you. Go with your knowing, y'all. You might be pleasantly surprised. I love the way I said that. <laughs> <laughs> my whole body just lit up pleasantly. And then all my cells went, that's right, girl. You happy. So, uh, Lord have mercy. I could talk to y'all forever and ever. I think and we need a we need an in-person uh Nashville hangout. I think. Giddy up. Yeah. You're gonna have some pasta sauce, Lisa. That's right. Oh, I need it. <laughs> hey, come for my birthday. My birthday's October 1st. Mm-hmm. You and the will... need to need to come and we're gonna have a little Caribbean kind of thing going on. Chanley is obsessed with you. This is my husband. He is obsessed with you, Rue. He's just like, she is the best. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like between Shannon. So Shannon's fiance, Jeff, and my husband, Chanley, they're like these magnets for really making, I think women, all women in particular, feel really good about themselves, but especially like big, bold, like beautiful feminine energy. They're like, yes, bring it on. We are not scared. Love that. <laughs> oh my God, my whole body's smiling. Y'all don't understand this, but my cells, I can feel them dance. <laughs> they doing a happy dance. And oh my, my chin, like, oh, I just want to pet him. <laughs> He's like my spirit animal. <laughs> Look at the best hair and nice thighs, man. Does he have hair on his legs at all, though? Oh, yes. He does? I can't Lots see them. They must be blonde. For those of you listening, Chandler is also Lisa's husband, and he teaches our strength training classes in the Great Door. It's so he, great. He I'm, looks I'm, like a Ken doll, y'all. A Ken doll. No jokey pretty. And I'm like looking online. I'm like, you need shorter shorts. We can't. <laughs> you enough <laughs> your clothes are too baggy he's like what are you doing you're like trying to pimp me out to your <laughs> predominant female the generosity of spirit here y'all lisa is willing to share a husband with the rest of the world <laughs> what woman does that what woman does that i don't know many i'm just saying all right you crazy broads <laughs> broads that's who am i channeling now anyway can you just, uh, I have just two more things. One, I want to know how y'all get your happy on because it is called the choosing happiness podcast. And then two, where can people find you? And I'll have it in the show notes, but the, for those that are driving in a car and listening to Spotify or the Apple, you know, the things. So who want to go first? How do you get your happy on and where can peeps find you? <laughs> That's bad. Is it weird that I just came up with like 10 answers in my head for Shannon already? I'm like, oh. <laughs> hey, why don't you do it for each other? 
Please, Lisa, go. That would be so okay. funny. So tell okay. us how Shannon gets her happy on and where they can find her. And then, okay, I got, I love this. I'll, I'll go, I'll go from um, like less, you know, like just something smaller to the big stuff, but smaller would be like her little dragons game. Makes her very happy. Mm -hmm. And then bigger, it's like a, some iPhone app. I, I, I organize and breed dragons on my phone. Okay, um, I downloaded that game and I lasted like maybe two minutes. I was like, am I doing this right? <laughs> I don't know if it was the right game. And I was like, she said it's really satisfying, but I am not satisfied. <laughs> okay, we'll have a link to the game. We'll have the link to the game in the show notes, y'all. Right yeah. we'll, we'll have to just make sure we're playing the same dragon game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, so that would be like you know a, a little thing but i think on the big end when i see shannon the most lit up and happy it's co-creating with other beautiful amazing souls it like create it's so it's like a it's a birthing it's creating something new that wasn't there before so whether that's like a course or a workshop or an art project co-creating mm -hmm. With someone else, cool. I would agree. Yeah, and where, and where can people find Shannon, Lisa? <laughs> well, <laughs> in many in many dimensions, but in this three D reality, uh, thegreendoorlife.com is a great great place to start. Okay, mm -hmm. I love it. Shannon, you love the stage. What about okay. Lisa? Yes. I'm so excited. I love this. Uh, I would say I'm going to do like three levels. So the first level, I'm going to say if she's by herself, like no kids, she's in a bathtub with tarot cards and also a book about human design. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> I love the tarot cards. Y'all, we going to play when we get together. Uh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, that would be the, that would be like, I have space by myself. You know, some good, yeah. The second level I would say would be like a dance party. Also perhaps by herself or kids in a distant background. <laughs> Doing their own thing, not really eating too much. Like coming in for a hug is fine, but really like she's dancing. We're taking you to the bowling alley. Yes. It's happening, right? Yes. yes. I love it. And, and the final, I would probably say either, I would say they're matched, like either creating and just being able to like have the space where she can like dedicate and just like do all of the creation stuff without being interrupted, <laughs> just like mad flow or dancing at like festival kind of experience, like those two balanced opposite experiences. I, I like your theme of like alone time and not being interrupted. I think that's pretty sacred. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of whether it's in a tub or on a dance floor, it's like, it kind of applies to all of it. Y'all leave me alone. I'd love to have my own tub. I get it. That's what my hot tub is for. Yeah. Get and I, I'm not annoying friend. Like the, the first time Shannon and I went out dancing, I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to last long. We got to be in bed by like 9 PM. And then she, then it's like, 2 a.m. Lisa, we gotta go. And I'm like, what? So that <laughs> friend. So, okay. Dancing date. The yeah, three of us. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. 
All right. Absolutely. And okay, then so where can people find her? Well, also coincidentally at thegreendoorlife.com. And if you want to see a little fun snapshots of all the videos, because uh, Lisa is really like our marketing genius wizard who is creating so much content and taking everything we've created over the last four or five years and just systemizing and just like streamlining it into fun, digestible pieces of free information on Instagram. So that's um, the green door dot life on Instagram. And that's a great place. We need those marketing people. Y'all trust me. I just show up. <laughs> I have a team, different countries, different teams. I'm so grateful to y'all for being on all my teams. So cool. We'll have everything in the show notes. Super grateful for both of you ladies. We might have to have you back on another time. If y'all are willing. Of course. Maybe after we go dancing. Yeah. More stories to tell. Uh, recap. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank my you. pleasure. Thank you for honoring me to, to be on the show and for my listeners as well. And mm -hmm. hey, if you guys, if you enjoyed this conversation, mm -hmm. you could hit the subscribe button. Then you'll always know when the show coming on. And hey, maybe there's somebody that you know that this conversation could be a, a contribution to. Mm -hmm. And in that case, do a little Sherry Sherry. You know what I'm saying? Be the generosity of spirit you truly be. And look into, if, if this is matching your ask, y'all do yourselves a favor. Because it doesn't matter where you live in the world. You can be part of the Green Door experience. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. You know what? I do want to say this, you guys. I lost something like eight pounds of fat and gained four and a half pounds of muscle. Which is and wild. So good. <laughs> Evidently, I win the prize because that doesn't usually happen in three months. But I was a bodybuilder for years. But I got a two-pack Shakur, y'all. So if yeah. you want to clean up and eat, and eat sandwiches and ice cream in the morning or, you know, ice yogurt. Mm-hmm. If it works for you, this could be your plan. Mm -hmm. be. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't choose it. Huh. All right. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. ladies. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Until next time, y'all. Thank you so much for choosing happiness. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and give us a like. And if you want more happy, subscribe to the Choosing Happiness membership where you can play directly with me, Rudrani Davy, the happiness lady. How does it get any better than that?